Welcome to the Prospector's Pickaxe. I'm Dr. Chris Lineberry, the principal at Apache Junction High School, and I have to tell you, I am so excited today. I've got a uh, good friend of mine and a uh, wonderful, wonderful actor and a uh, former NFL athlete and NCAA superstar, Jimmy Gary Jr. is with me today. Jimmy, how are you? I'm wonderful. How are you doing, Chris? I am living the dream, my friend. I am living, <laughs> living the dream. Um, That's right. You know, Jimmy is a television star. Um, he's been on uh, Orange is the New Black. I think your your uh, your character on there was Sergeant Riker. Rikerson, yep. Yeah, Rikerson. Um, and uh, you've been in the um, When They See Us, the HBO documentary, docu-series on the, uh, the Central Park Five. Um, you've done some uh, stage acting as well, right? Yes. Soldier I, Story. I, across the board, you know, I've done uh, commercials, stage, film, TV. Uh, I, I even done musical theater. Wow. So I'm kind of kind of across the board on that. You know, I love I love what I do. Um, you know, I think as an artist, you know, we're here for a reason. And, uh, you know, to actually make the world a better place. You know, artists, that's what we do. We bring out emotions in people, you know, uh, through our work. And it's yeah. a wonderful feeling when, you know, we can, uh, uh, you know, um, give the audience what they want. Well, you know, um, Jimmy, right now, I think that it's, it's what people need is inspiration. And, you know, um, acting is your current career. In the past, you were a uh, NFL athlete. Um, you played for uh, the Seahawks. Is that yeah, right? Seattle yeah, Seahawks. the Seattle Seahawks with my Arizona Cardinal fans, you're going to have to forgive us. Jimmy's a great guy and a good friend, so we have him on the show. But um, And then you played football at West Virginia University, right? Yes, I did. And uh, I think you and I have talked before. What was your fastest 40? I ran a 4-2-3. That was my fastest. 4-2-3 at 225 pounds. Jimmy, if I was going to run the 40, you'd have to get out of the calendar to time me <laughs> to time me um you know the purpose of this podcast as you and i talked about uh a little bit prior to this is really about keeping the educational community connected um and inspiring people i think that this um this virus this outspread is really an opportunity for us to reconnect with our families and to be able to grow as individuals and, and people. Um, yeah. Everybody there is healthy, I'm assuming. You and your, your family, your kids, your wife, everybody's good? Yeah, everybody's good. Everybody's good. I actually, uh, I've been volunteering at a, a nursing home rehabilitation center. There's a shortage of nurses, and, you know, so I, I volunteer uh, just to try to keep the residents uh to keep their spirits up and you know to try to make things feel and seem normal to them um you know we're we're, we're dealing with something and I'm, I'm pretty confident that we're gonna uh overcome this and in the meantime you know we don't really 
we don't really have time to sit around and and uh, watch the news and, and let the news give us anxiety and fears. You know, um, like you said earlier, this is a time to where we can actually get to know one another. It's yeah. a shame that sometimes you can, you know, you, you can, you know, uh, even when we're dealing with our kids, you know, life runs so fast, things have sped up so fast that we think we know our children and we really don't. Yeah. Our children think they know us and they really don't, you know. Um, this is an opportunity for kids to see how fun their parents are and for <laughs> the parents to see you know how you know the parents to see just how smart their kids are and, and to really get into their lives you know so you know this is this is an unfortunate situation that we're in but we can bring a lot of positivity of reconnecting you know with our family yeah. playing board games uh, I created the get fit cards you know where um, you know it's exercise workout routine awesome um, you play that with your kids you shuffle the deck and flip the card it's the motivational quote and the exercise um, you can see who make it through the deck the fastest you know um, I'm using this time actually to to really teach my, my, my daughter my six year old daughter to really teach her, you know, uh, what I've learned as far as in the arts, you know, so we do a lot of fake auditions and things like that, you know. <laughs> hey, it's good practice, right? Oh, definitely, you know. Um, no yeah. audience tougher than your six-year-old daughter, I would imagine. I know, I know. It just so happens that she wants to be the boss, so I, I think she'll be a better director. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. That is good stuff. Well, um, yeah, it's fun. Uh, they get to see a side of you. It's like as parents, you know, um, we're so focused on just trying to put food on the table, and you know, um, it seemed like the world sped up. And yeah. now, because of this coronavirus is out, it's it's you know it's slow again. So it it gives us time to really catch up on a lot of things. Yeah. So it's really interesting to see things that you, you see my daughter do things that I never would have noticed before. Yeah, you know, um, I was talking with a, another principal yesterday. Um, she was on the podcast, and um, we kind of talked about the fact that this is causing us to slow down to the speed of light. Exactly. Um, you know, and what an interesting concept that is. And we've talked about the fact that, you know, every day we're becoming who we're going to be. And what we do every day is determining who we're going to be. And if we want to build a stronger house, we have to work on that every day. If we want to, in other words, that house being ourselves, who we are. And this I see as a as, as an excellent opportunity to build upon that foundation and shore it up to strengthen it. Oh yes, no doubt about it. I think at this time in our lives, you know, dealing with this uh, situation that we're in, I think this is a time where we can really create. You know, yep. um, all those things that we've been putting off for years. You know, uh, whether whether you want to paint, whether you wanted to draw, whether you wanted to start a podcast or whether you wanted to uh get a product and sell it online you know the mail system still works you know you can yep. there's a lot of things that, that that can be created out of this situation you know there's a lot of opportunities um, um 
within this, you know, this this negative uh, environment that we're living in right now. Yeah. And and I think that's the purpose. You know, I, I truly believe that. You know, uh, humans, we are the DNA of the earth, the nature, mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. And once we get ahead of ourselves, we throw things out of whack. And so, you know, this is some something that's going to ground us and, and let us know because the coronavirus doesn't discriminate. Nope. You know? And at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that it takes something like the coronavirus to make you forget about all the other things that were so important, that were so important to, to people, but negative. Yeah. Um, you know, we we forget about those things, and 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 so we're we're dealing with this alien virus that's attacking everybody, and so we're all coming together now. And I think that's that's the positivity I get out of this situation. It's kind of like nine eleven, you know, nine yeah. eleven. It was like, you know, I don't care what color you are, I don't care if you're gay or straight, I don't care if you're male or female. I'm going to help you, and. And I'm going to express that love towards helping you. And I think we're in that situation right now um, to where, you know, um, at the end of the day, I mean, we're all human beings. And, you know, my organ can save your life. Your organ can save my life. And, 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 you know, if needed, if needed, you know, uh, you know, a lot of people uh, that need organs, um, you know, they are, they have, their lives are being saved by, uh, you know, males, females, blacks, whites, Latinos, you know, yep. you don't, you don't know. So at the end of the day, you know, uh, I think it's a, it's unfortunate that this virus is attacking the land like this, but I think it's, it's a good thing that's going to come out of it within humanity. I I agree. You know, one thing that I've heard um, repeatedly on the news here is that, you know, we feel better whenever we do things that help other people. It's just a it's a natural human response elevation. Um, And, you know, one one area where we're really lacking right now as a society is the blood bank. Um, They've had to cancel, I don't know, 48 different blood drives here in the state of Arizona. Um, in the past week that wow. that's you know now we're facing a shortage on blood so what the news has been saying is if you're healthy and you're able and you're willing please give blood because they need it um, and you know that that's something we can all do if we're healthy um, oh, yeah. Definitely. you know and, and some of the things that I, I think that we can all do is is take the if out and get healthy. Yeah. You know, um, take this time to get healthy, even if it's your goal to say, okay, within three months I'm going to work out, I'm going to I'm going to eat right, I'm going to do everything that I can do so I can get healthy, so I can give blood, and they know that my blood is going to be healthy and, and useful. Yep. Um, and it just so happens that. You know, one of the things with this coronavirus is that, you know, it attacks the immune system. So the respiratory system goes into the immune system. So if your immune system is strong, 
exercising, you know, um, doing cardio, you have a better chance. Yep. You have a better chance. So it's like if, if we did, nature forces us to do to do what we need. You know, my mom, before my mom got sick, um, she called it uh, prehab <laughs> instead of rehab. You know, I, I'm going to get ready for what's coming. It's like the, you know, the farmer who prays for rain, but doesn't ever bother to plant anything. Um, you know, you don't plant it. When the rain comes, you're not going to be prepared. And uh, this is an extraordinary opportunity, I think, for folks to do that. I know I've been hitting the weights and uh, my kids and I have been active together. We've done Tai Chi and yoga and mindfulness. Wow. And uh, we've had a lot of fun doing it, but it's also really good for us, you know? Yeah. And I think it's also important to remember that we've been through tough times before in this country. And yeah. we always come through. Um, and I firmly believe that we always will because the, regardless of the you know, the messy politics and everything else, at the end of the day, we're Americans and we all bleed red. And, <laughs> you know, right now my health and me taking care of myself and following CDC guidelines and doing what I'm supposed to do can have an impact on your health. So yeah. we need each other. Well, you know, you're absolutely correct. And, you know, the healthier you are, the less chances you will be affected by this. Yep. Absolutely. And, and, you know, Jimmy, one of the other things that we've talked about in this podcast thus far is just asking, asking folks to share maybe a, a time where they faced adversity and, or as you're facing adversity now with what's going on, what motivates you or keeps you going uh, when the going gets tough? I'm sure between your NFL career and your college career and your acting career, there have been times where you felt like you were beat down to your knees, but you continue to get up, which is why you were successful. Um, is there a story in particular you'd like to share? Oh, I have, I have a number of stories where I will share one. You know, I mean, life is an emotional roller coaster. You're going to have your ups and downs. And we just need to know that when you're in that down, that dark place, you're never alone. Because that's when you really see the faith at work. Yep. You know, and I remember uh, when I was leaving, um, I, I was released from the Seattle Seahawks. I got injured and I was released and I went back to Florida and my truck flipped eight times. I was waking up going to work at my uncle's law firm and the, the truck just, you know, just flipped. Like, I guess that's when something something was wrong with the tires on the Ford trucks. It flipped eight times, and I came out without a scratch. My and, gosh! And and so that was a reality for me to to uh, not to procrastinate about what I really wanted to do in life, but to actually go do it. And that's when I went back to West Virginia and enrolled into the acting program. And. I enrolled into the acting program at West Virginia and uh, I went to Pittsburgh and auditioned for a film and I booked the film and I had to go to New York and I decided to stay in New York after the film was shot. I didn't have a job, I didn't have you know anything, I was living with the director until the film was finished 
shooting. I was paid while the film was shooting, but after that, you know, I was still living with the director two months later until I had to go. And so I didn't know what I was going to do. So I bought a car. The director had a car. Um, the director name was Norman Linton, and the name of the film was called Better Days. And he had a car that was broken down. And he said, if I, if I fixed it up, you know, um, I could take it. And so I told him, I said, yeah, you know, I can fix it. So I gave him like 200 bucks for the car, which uh, that's basically all I had at the time. So I, I, I fixed the car up and when I was driving it, it broke down again. Mm. And so I had, you know, I couldn't go look for places. I couldn't, a lot of things I couldn't do. So I had to, I lived in that car for six months. I was homeless. I would go to the gym and take a shower and, and uh, you know, change clothes. But I slept in that car in Jamaica, Queens, New York for close to six months until I, you know, I got up every day and I, uh, um, I hit the pavements, you know, and I, you know, I, I just hit the pavement and I never gave up. I just kept the faith and I met another artist who was homeless. So he stayed in the back seat. I slept in the front seat. You know, he was a little taller than me, so he needed to stretch out. <laughs> well, you're not a short guy either, Jimmy. I know, I know. He was like six four. I'm six feet. He was like six four, a tall dude. And you know, I uh, we made it work. We stayed positive. He was a singer, and he was singing. You know, and we would make music in the car. Then I was like, I should manage you, you know. So I, I, I read a book on how to manage artists, and so I was acting and managing him. And we would find those small gigs, but never enough to get us a place. Right. You know. Um, and it just so happened that uh, I went on one audition um, for all my children, and I booked it. And wow. that was my first acting role on all my children and I, I made enough money to get an apartment and because he was uh my my friend was you know he was homeless I got a I got an apart basement apartment that flooded every time it rained it would flood so my <laughs> my floor mattress would be floating in my room oh my like, god floating you know, I was like, oh, wow, we're, on the, we're in the ocean now. You know, I got to go. <laughs> just trying to stay optimistic, but I yeah. knew I wasn't going to quit and go home. I there you go. Quitting, quitting wasn't on my mind. It wasn't in my vocabulary at all. I just knew I had to keep going, you know, and I just kept going. It kept going, and that all my children get turned into um, law and order. Then that turned into... Ugly Betty, then that turned into Earth Jackie, then that turned into um, um, Orange is a New Black, and it turned into the Michael J. Fox show. So I've done a lot of work, you know, but my, my, my foundation and my faith kept me going. But there wasn't a doubt in my mind that I wasn't going to become what I envisioned myself becoming. Yeah. You know, and I'm still actually on that journey because. It's amazing how, you know, we we get these visions of who we want to be. And I was always told to set it so high that people would look at you and say, it's impossible. <laughs> you know, yes, but sir. If, I, if I set it really high, the closer I get to it, the higher I climb, you know. And so that's what keeps me going because my, my, my goals are so high 
that it'll take my lifetime to reach it. But once they're reached, if I only reached 75% of my goal, I'm still on top, you know? Yes, sir. You know, I've always heard that the toughest climbs have the best view. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, what an inspiring story to go from homeless living in a car to Orange is the New Black, the yeah. Central Park Five, the you know, Michael J. Fox show. I mean, it's just incredible, Jimmy. Um and uh you know, I, I'm I'm grateful to have you as a friend in my life and uh grateful that you were uh you were willing to um, amid a very busy schedule, I'm sure, um, take some time to talk to me, to the teachers at my school, to my students in Apache Junction, and uh, and the community, and share a little bit of hope with them, because I I think right now we all we really have is each other, and we got to lean on one another, and, and you certainly demonstrated that um, if you can overcome this, that what you overcame, then um, this is going to be this is going to be a piece of cake oh yeah you know it's, it, it, it starts you know in your mind you have to know that you can you have to know and believe that you can you can beat whatever obstacle that's in front of you you know uh, and it takes time and patience so if you're patient and you keep going and you know that you're going to do it it takes all that emotional stress off of yeah, because you can, you can deal with the downtimes, and in the downtimes, that's when you turn it up the most. That's when you're happiest. That's when you're most joyful. Like I was walking around here living in a car that I bought for two hundred dollars, and when people meet me, they would think I lived in the mansion. They would yeah. think I was a millionaire. They would think, you know, uh, because in my mind, that's where I was. That's that's yeah. where I wanted. You know, that's that's my goal. You know, and so um, I would just say, man, you know, tough times don't last, but tough people do. Yes, sir. Um, and you know, we we faced uh, things in our lives that have made us wanted to quit and throw in the towel, but we realized that if we threw in the towel, we still woke up that next morning. That's right. And we realized that wow, I shouldn't have thrown in the towel. Because I'm still here. Yep. You know? So absolutely. Say, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And so much of winning is showing up. That, that's it. It's showing up. It's not about winning. I think you put too much uh, pressure on winning. You know, yeah. winning and losing. The winner and the loser. No, we're all winners. If you keep growing, you're, you're winning. If you're yep. growing, you're winning. And even sometimes if you slip and go backwards, you're still winning because you're learning some invaluable things out of those backward slides, you know. Um, we have to take the crookets with the straights, you know. Yep. The road isn't always going to be a straight path. We're going to have some road bumps, you know, and doing those road bumps, that's when we turn it up. It's yeah. like, it's like when they, uh, I was doing my, I was riding the bike this morning. And, you know, <laughs> I do 30 minutes on the bike. That's about 10 miles. And I do ISO, so it's really, really hard to even pedal. And when I start, it's so freaking hard. I'm like, I'm not even going to make it five minutes. <laughs> you know? And then, next thing you know, I start thinking about something else. And now how hard it is. And next thing you know, I'm at five minutes. 
you know, and as I keep going through, it gets harder. Sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's easy. But you know, always when I get close to that 30 minutes, I turn it up. That last 30 minutes, that last, I mean, that last 30 seconds or that last minute, I go hardcore. Even though I thought I wasn't even going to make it at the beginning. I have enough, not to just finish, but to finish in full sprint, in full stride. And I think we can apply that to our lives and apply that to the things that we want to accomplish. The, the biggest part, the hardest part is showing up, it's getting on that bike. That's the hardest part. And when you start, you're gonna to wanna to quit because you're gonna see that it's, you know, it is tough, but you're tough. Yep. You know, and, and we just have to keep going. We have to keep going. We have an ultimate power inside of us. That's why we're the the ultimate beings on this earth. Like that's why we run the earth. You mm-hmm. humans because we have something in us, you know, um, that we can overcome. You know, uh, this isn't the first plague that happened to Earth or the first virus, or and won't like be that. the last either. And it won't be the last. Uh, we just have to get smarter you know we have to you know if we're 20 years old we have to um, live life as a 20 year old we have to live for our 30s so when you're 20 you have to prepare for your 30s so you want to exercise you want to eat right you want to do the things that you need to do so when you're in your 30s you're actually looking like you're in your 20s yep you know, and it just goes up. And in your 30s, you prepare for your 40s. And in your 40s, you prepare for your 50s. You know, uh, but yeah, you know, that's that, that's my message. Just keep going. Just keep going. Even when it gets tough, when you feel like you're in quicksand and you, you're moving a inch, as long as you're moving, as yeah. long as you're moving. You know, uh, <laughs> it's funny, the thing that stuck with me the most with with everything you've said as part of your story is go hardcore you know um it's not about how far you go it's that you go and as long as we go then um eventually we're going to come out on top we're going to get where it is that we want to be but we will not get anywhere by sitting still and uh what an opportunity we have with the current situation that we're in to stay positive, to stay connected, and to take care of one another, you know? And, uh, you know, if uh, an extremely successful NFL athlete and um, accomplished actor can take the time to volunteer in a nursing home in order to keep other people's spirits up, what all can we do to be able to lift one another up? And uh, we're gonna get through this, we're stronger than this, we're Americans and we're together. And uh, Jimmy, you know, we've got a heck of a football team, a heck of an athletic program and a heck of an academic program here at Apache Junction High School. And uh, the reason I mentioned football first is because you are a football player. Um, we also uh, have an unbelievable theater program um, at our school. So I'd love to invite you down here. We'll get you a uh, prospector t-shirt. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, I think the Prospector Nation just needs to know that, you know what, we're not alone. We're all in this together. 
you know, you're in New York right now. We're here in Arizona. We're facing the exact same thing. Exact same thing. We're feeling the same way, and we're we're trying to motivate each other. And and believe it or not, there are thousands and thousands of people doing the same thing that we're doing right now. And that's the beauty of this country. Amen. That when the cars get going get tough, we get going. Amen. And, and and I think that what we do as adults right now is our chance to show the younger generation what we're made of. And and you know. I think the younger the younger generation, they really need to see, you know, uh, exactly, you know, how we respond to this crisis, how we act towards this, because they're going to be adults one day. And like you said, it's not the first plague, not the first virus, and it won't be the last. Right. So what what we do right now is very important for them. So we need to keep our spirits up. We need to exercise. We need to go hardcore right now. Hardcore. We need to be as happy as we've ever been in our lives and appreciate the breath in our bodies. Be grateful for that. To have the breath in your body to be able to sit down and and, and, and give some wisdom to a younger person. And I'm looking forward to coming to Arizona. I'm looking forward to it. I know we've been working on it for a while. I know. I know. It'd be great to have you, man. Yeah. It'd be great to have you. Well, look, uh, Jimmy, I I can't thank you enough for joining us um, today. And that's going to wrap up this episode of the Prospector's Pickaxe. This is Dr. Chris Lineberry with my friend Jimmy Gary Jr. And uh, thanking you for taking the time to tune in. Stay well and take care of yourselves and each other. Granted.